With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for all the latest fight action. Direct from Wales in the United Kingdom. 100% live. It's Big Fight Weekly with your hosts, Chris Hume and Stu Palmer. I'm looking to the mirror and all I see is failure staring back at me. Good afternoon, good morning to the USA as well. This is Powerful.tv, Big Fight Weekly, with myself, Stuart Palmer, and my co-host and cousin, Chris Hume. How are we, Chris? I'm all right, you know, I'm all right. Uh, just getting myself ready for, uh, well, I might as well break it. I've got Joe Daddy Stevenson on uh, later on, so I've just been prepping for that as well as obviously trying to sort things out for today. Just, just trying to find little nuggets that people haven't really asked him, you know, just to be a bit different and, and what have you like. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. It'll be very good. Obviously, Joe Stevenson was prevalent in the Ultimate Fighter in the early days. The Ultimate Fighter had a fantastic career in the UFC and I know he's still doing a lot in MMA, isn't he, Chris? But yeah, we look forward to that. You're going to drop that maybe in the next few days or so, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd imagine yeah. so, yeah. So, yeah. We look forward to that. But Chris, episode 57, and we've got to start with the stellar KO of Dillian White from Mr. Tyson Fury, as you can see there, reigns supreme over White, but has he truly retired? That is the first question. He's gone on Piers Morgan's new talk show last mm. night in the UK, and he seems to be veering towards that he is retired. But then, as Piers Morgan said, his wife Paris kind of looked at him when he said he was retiring. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it because I think he'll want to unify and uh, it'll want the puzzle that is Usyk, I think, because as we've said in, in episodes previous to this, we do feel that Usyk will win the rematch against Joshua. But how do you feel about it? Obviously, we'll get into the fight in a minute, but it's more prevalent at the moment that he said he is retired. What, what do you feel? How do you feel with his mindset off the back of it? I, I think it, him looking at things at the moment, he is retired, isn't he? It, it, there was only Usyk and Joshua left to sort of have the fight with, and uh, you know, obviously they're fighting at some point. Uh, I, I think it's like prevalence of having that. I've done everything I can walk away, but leaving the door slightly ajar, just like more or less say, as you say in your wrestling terms, is uh, never say never, isn't it? And I think you throw enough money at the guy. I know he says he doesn't need the money, but, you know, he did mention fighting Francis Ngannou for the Floyd Mayweather money. So there's got to be some sort of, you know, money interests, you know, in regards of having to fight uh, Usyk or Joshua or, 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 say, Francis Ngannou. Um, I'd like to I'd like to think he'd have one more fight. It's prevalent that he would fight Usyk or Joshua because we need to see that fight happen between him and one of them two. And then I think, you know, he can walk away after that. Because you know he's either got all the belts or you know he's it, it's got to happen. But at the same time, is you know I mean he's done so much, in, you know, such quick fashion. You know, winning the title from Klitschko, having all you know the mental health issues, coming back and doing what he's done with Deontay Wilder. You know, he's a guy that you look you look up to and respect. And you know, I wouldn't knock him if he wanted to retire. You know, he can go on to different things. He's also you know. A personality, isn't he? So TV, wrestling, you know, MMA, if you wanted to. There's many avenues for Tyson Fury to go down if he did want to legit retire. I just think to myself, I just feel knowing him and the hunger and he wants to 
He wants to take on everyone, every style. Usyk, we know, is a complete boxer. Now, mm. again, I think there's not enough made about Fury's footwork. It, you could see it again the other night. I know it was the jab. I know he was behind the jab a lot and, and the reach. But it's that footwork. But yeah, going back to Usyk, I just feel it, it's a puzzle in itself. But I still mm. think that the reach, you know, Usyk is shorter than White by an inch in height again. I think it's going to be problematic for Usyk. But it still begs the question if he can get inside. And he and he can and he can land. It, that is the question. But you know, I just can't see. I can't see um, Usyk beating Fury. What do you feel? I think it'd be a tough fight because, uh, as you say, I think you know Fury and Usyk are out of the whole of the cruiser heavyweight sort of side of things. They are pure boxer or boxers, aren't they? You know, they their tactical and their head movement, their movement and the speed is when they're throwing the strikes. Just are second and second to none, and more elite than everybody else in you know in both sides of those divisions. It's, it's as you say, it's a puzzle and it's intriguing because we've seen music, what he's done to Joshua, but then we've seen Fury, what he's done with people like say Wilder, who's not technically a, a boxer more than a power, more than so a power puncher, but he leaned on him, didn't he, and, and, and used his weight. And he didn't see Joshua do enough of that against music, where I think Fury could do that with music, is press him up into a corner and you know sort of bully him. But put that weight on him and make him carry that weight. I think there's things like that you, I can see Fury do. But I think I'd love. I not think I'd love to see the fight. But it's all down to you know if and buts at the moment, isn't it? Again, we're writing Joshua off. I just can't see it. I know Dan Layla's watching us. He he trains boxing. I've seen that he's in there with us. So right. yeah, so, Dan, so all these are back here. Well, Lloyd, it's been a long time, pal. It's been a long time. Tyson surely shouldn't retire yet. Mark, I'm with you. I'm with you. He's got he's got to he's got to get undisputed. He's got to get all the belts. Uh, you know, his legacy. He's only the second heavyweight in history to be undefeated. You're going into retirement, as you say, now in activity. But yeah, and also Dan Terra Sporting, do you think if Fury does retire, Wilder will come back and dominate the division? I don't think he's good enough. I don't think he's good enough. I I, I just no, not with not with Usyk in there. I think Usyk, one. Yeah, I think Usyk out boxing. And and Joshua, you know, he could, he could no he could, no criticism. No. It, it it's not no knock on Joshua. I just think it, it's a case of it, it's the jaw that worries me, you know. And he has been clipped, and I know he's powerful as well. But if you if you look at it quickly now, who's the who's the heavier puncher, Joshua Wilder? You're going to say oh, Wilder no, all day long, all day long. You know, as we said, it, time and time again, Fury said he's you know been against the biggest puncher. He's always said about Wilder being the biggest puncher. So yeah, right. no, I take I take that, Chris. I do. I take what you're saying with that. Um, yeah. More comments, please. More comments on this because it was amazing. 94,000 in there. I know they've been um, knocking Carl Froch at every chance they can get. I was listening to Steve Bunce's podcast. Mm. So you did you did 80,000. And I know Tony Bellew, they've all been saying. I mean, 80,000 was a fantastic number. Yeah, still a big Tom number. George Groves, amazing. But to do 94,000, uh, amazing, uh, fantastic, fantastically done. By, by the venue itself, you know, as a, as a whole now, as a spectacle, it's it's incredible, isn't it, Chris, what they've managed to do there? It, it reminds me a lot of, I'm obviously going to use again to wrestling terms, but uh, like a WrestleMania, isn't it? You know, the, the sheer amount of people sitting in, in a stadium, it's amazing. You know, I know UFC did it in the, the Emirates in Australia, and that was amazing. You know, I just wish, obviously, we would get more of that in UFC, could do something like that in Wembley Stadium. But it was, it was... You get the better feel, don't you, when there's you know thousands upon thousands of people there. I, I think, and it brings the best out of people. Um, yeah, I, I, I loved it, mate. That's something again. I wish I was. I sat there and watched. And let's not let's not you know not talk about Dillian White in the in the same breath. He's not going to be finished. You know, he's no, saying he, he was saying he was pushed and all this. Uh, you know, I, I I hate when this always. I hate when this happens, and uh, you know. Crazy, crazy, isn't it? Afterwards, at the end of the day, he was he was beaten. He was a beaten man. He was not he was not in his right mind, was he? When he got up as well, he was all over the no. place. There was no way. No. But do you know what? He's been fantastic. He's just he's just hit a level. He's stuck on the best, the best of the best, hasn't he? Chris, am I going to read this comment first? Do you want me to read? Yeah, this? go 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 for go ahead. Yeah, Dan Terrace Sporting again. He was smashing him up before Fury though. I think only Fury could stop Wilder's damage. Wilder would smash AJ and Usyk. I don't believe. Uh, I, I think Usyk 
would be problematic for him. Finding I angles. Yeah, I think that. But then we haven't seen music technically tested with power yet either, have no, we? So it, it is, it, it's, you know. I'll never, you know, I'll never dismiss someone's opinion. Absolutely. You know, I get that looking at it from both sides. It, it's just, I just think Usyk, Usyk will, will probably, in my opinion, will reign supreme once Fury goes in that division. And unless somebody yeah. comes through, unless somebody young comes through in the next couple of years, maybe. I don't see the likes of a Joe Joyce or a Daniel Dubois, though, you know, domestically for us doing that, getting to that calibre. No, not a knock on them. They're great boxers. Lewis Young, hi all. Lewis, how did you find it on Saturday evening? Fantastic, 
fantastic evening. Some people are moaning about the fight. It's just a typical Fury, the way he can stop you, stop you in the tracks. It's effective. It works for him. I think classic is boring. I, I still found it engaging, Chris. It, it, it's I suppose you know what I think it is certain fighters bring the best out of fighters don't they and we see it in all combat sports certain people when they're together just make fireworks don't they and, and and some fighters when they're put together aren't the same on the same sort of firework level are they I think people saw they're looking at Fury and Wilder thinking Dillian White's a bit like Wilder so it could be very similar but it was never going to be any, any, any similar because Dillian White didn't possess that one punch knockout I know he does have one punch knockout, but he doesn't have serious Wilder one punch knockout. So I think people sort of looked to that fight and thought, well, this is going to be the same. It wasn't. It's just it was just Fury being as good as he was. He used his reach, used his footwork, used his angles, used his jab, and then finished with the upcut, uppercut. Sorry, and then you know that's that's all she wrote. Absolutely fantastic. We will look to see in the coming months what is going to happen with Fury. Obviously, we're waiting on AJ News. So can we move it on, Chris? Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. On to, on to topic number two. And yes, Katie Taylor, obviously undisputed at lightweight, but Amanda Serrano, Chris, a seven-weight world champion in her own right. We've been waiting for this one for a long, long time. Katie Taylor has said this is the one she's been waiting to do since she's turned pro, obviously, from, from the amateurs, from the Olympics. But yeah, Amanda Serrano, Chris, you know, she's had 40, 40 plus fights. She's, mm-hmm. done, she's done MMA as well. She's had she's had a foray in MMA as well. But yeah, I just feel it's Katie Taylor's to, to lose again, even though Amanda Serrano has had about 13, 14, maybe 15 more fights than Katie Taylor, who's on 26. Um, I, 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 it's Katie Taylor's to lose, in my opinion. I, I know Amanda Serrano's got a lot of experience. But yeah, this is the biggest women's fight in history. I know we've got Savannah Marshall and Carissa Shields coming up. But this also had... The biggest pre-sales at Madison Square Garden, and it's you know, not a men's fight; it's a women's fight. Yeah, that's brilliant. And that's brilliant. And uh, yeah, I know, I noticed um, <laughs> Jake Paul was getting a yeah. lot of a uh, lot of shit there from the Empire State the other day. What he was wearing that brown, yeah, uh, mink looked like shit. Whatever he was wearing, yeah, he was getting a lot. He was getting a lot of backlash online. But yeah, back to the fight because that's the focal point. How do you feel with this one? Because Katie Taylor, she's had she's had some tough ones leading into this. I mean, Pursuit, she's a police officer by day. You know what I mean, this is a different level. This is fully fledged mm-hmm. vet, veteran of boxing. But yeah, your thoughts? It's odd because I, I've only seen Serrano in uh, the first Jake Paul Tyron Woodley card um, when she was on that, and she you know she looked really really good. Um, and, I, and obviously, I saw her, uh, her sort of fight record. I don't know who she's fought, Stuart. I've seen Katie Taylor fight, and we've covered a lot of Katie Taylor fights, you know, since we started Big Fight Weekly. So I, I've got to know Katie Taylor uh, and analyze her fights. It's And, you know, she's been up against, I think, far better uh, opposition uh, or competition, if you want to put it that way, than uh, Amanda Serrano. I, I just haven't seen enough of Serrano to really give you a, an opinion on if I think she could win. I've seen a lot of, of Katie Taylor, and I don't want to sound too biased, but I've seen more of her for me to lean towards Katie Taylor, uh, you know, in, in this fight. Yeah. I, I could be completely wrong, and Amanda Serrano could turn up and light her up. You just don't know. You know, or she'll call in Jake Paul to do it for her. Who knows? Um, I, I'd, I'd probably go Katie Taylor because I've seen more of her. And I think, yeah. I'm, I think I'm probably being a bit safety blanket there with that one. I think people like because she's not had as many KOs in a, in a career. Kate said a lot of people are looking past. She has got power. The girl's got power in those hands, you know. Obviously, mm. people look at people look at her record, don't they? Oh, she's not had that many KOs, and uh, it's it's far from far from it with her. I think you know, you're going to know about it when she lands. That's simple, simple as that. But another one, a well skilled boxer, fantastic amateur. She was touted for years that you know she was going to come into the pro game. And uh, yeah, I know, like you say, who was Serrano really for when you look through Katie Taylor's resume last fight? It's, it's probably the, more, yeah. more prevalent ladies that she's come up so. against. And it serves you, doesn't it, better, Chris? 
regardless well, yeah, yeah. if you've had yeah. you know 16 17 18 more fights than it you need tests in in a combat uh, your combat career, don't you? You can't just sit sit uh, go there and fight tin cans because you'll never know your, your level of your ceiling. I know you have got to start with tin cans, and that's how they do it in boxing. But I haven't. I, I can't really sit there and look at Amanda Serrano's uh, record and go, I know who that is. I know who that is. At least with Katie Taylor, is I've got more of an inkling who she's fought, and obviously the ones fights we've covered as well on here. I just got to go with the safety of Katie Taylor. And it's not because I know we pick a lot of Brits when we come to do both UFC and um, boxing. But yeah, I, I think it, Katie Taylor and I, just a shit Jake Paul up as well. That would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Lev, level him as well. Do you know what, though? He speaks in the in the promoting sense. I kind of, I kind of like get him, as I've said before, and in the, mm. in the fighting sense. The, guy, the guy's latched onto the promoting now. He's smart he, with it, yeah. There's money, there's money, there's money to be made. But yeah, it's just the backlash that the stood on the Empire State doing all like the build up stuff and that. And uh, yeah, they did ask uh, Eddie Hearn to get out of the way as I hear the cameraman, you know, when they were both on there on that visual. Mm. Uh, Eddie, can you just come out the way? And someone said, Yeah, he's always in the bloody way. But uh, tell, you know, tell Jake Paul to get out the way as well in the same token. That's what was running through my mind. Yeah, but I mean, I was watching something today and he was calling out Bisping and, you know, um, uh, Vidal, and then he calls all the UFC champions pussies and he'll fuck them up, basically. Listen, it's all, all this when you can get them in a ring. If you're a big man, come get it into a cage and then we'll see if you're, a, you know, as big as your mouth is. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a fan of UFC fights going into boxing, you know, when they can still fight in MMA. So if he wants to fight any of these guys... Come to the MMA and we'll see how big your chops are then. Going, going back to Saturdays, oh, Tommy Fury got six rounds in. Uh, yeah, I, I did say, yeah. To be fair, the, the, the guy, the lad he fought, the Polish lad, only lost one. It wasn't mm. like, you know, a heavy defeat record to, you know, not many wins. So I think he was on 11 fights. The guy had 10 fights with one defeat. And uh, he got the six rounds in and he put him down twice as well. Could, could have finished it, but it was a good six rounds. Do you see that just to because we're obviously on the topic of Jake Paul? Will they will will they get that made or is that pass? Is that ship sail? Because it's been twice, I twice it was called off. I think you've got to look at it. Is can he get a UFC fighter? If he can't get a UFC fighter, I think Tommy Fury is is the uh, easy route for Jake Paul. I think that makes a lot more sense. It depends. I don't want to see Bisping getting a ring. The guy's got no. one eye. He's got oh. you know. He's had knee surgery. I don't want to see it. He's forty three years old. He's had this time and he's doing a great as a commentator. Commentator. I don't need to see it. He looked good on the. Uh, he looks good on the pads in his garage in his gym at his house. He puts yeah. his, he puts his clips up. He's keeping, uh, he's keeping himself sharp, isn't he? But yeah, in terms of going in, in back in, it doesn't need to do hard. it. No, no, I'm not. No, and it's just crazy, isn't it? But he will call out anybody with, with name value only. If he thinks, oh, you know, I'll call this thing out today. Who's he going to call out tomorrow? That's what you're waiting for with Jake Paul. Well, Francis Ngannou needs a, a, a leg up this thing before he fights, <laughs> he fights Fury. So if Jake Paul feels like he's a big man, why don't we do Ngannou yeah. versus Jake Paul yeah. in a, an exhibition boxing match? Just so, you know. See what he'll we can on, do then. He'll, he'll either be on live support or he'll be eating through a straw for the rest of the days after that yeah. one. But yeah, that'll be the end of that. But yeah, just we cannot wait for that early hours for us here in the UK Sunday morning from mm. MSG. Katie Taylor defends all the belts undisputed at lightweight, as we know, but Amanda Serrano, Amanda Serrano, sorry, seven weight world champion. But as Chris has alluded to, you look through the record, who has she really fought, you know, mm. along along the way. So yeah, we're going with Katie Taylor, me and Chris. And I'm sure a lot of other people are. But what are your thoughts, the listeners, the viewers, whatever you're doing? Just let us know what you think, how that fight will go. But huge pre-sales, massive for that. The biggest, biggest pre-sales ever for an MSG event, which is... Which is fun. Yeah, fantastic. Amazing and fantastic Great. for women's boxing, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Are we moving on? We are. So the hitman. Wait, he's back. It's in an exhibition bout. It is Ricky Hatton, the man, the legend, was known for that Mexican hard-hitting style. You know, he adopted that, didn't he, for many years. But he's coming yeah. up against the Mexican icon. It's Marco Antonio Ferreira, who boxed for so many years, so well-known. But yeah, Chris, what did you think about this news? And there's some people on the undercard that we know yes, about very well, which I didn't know about until you told me. Well, uh, it was actually Rich who sent me a message on, uh, I think it was on the weekend, and it's saying about um, Rick, Ricky Atten was coming back. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Listen, it, it's getting a bit silly, isn't it? We've got celebrities boxing, then we've got 
retired boxers coming back, and it, I don't want the whole Evander Holyfield situation happening, you know, with, the, with Vitor Belfort, and you know, you like you ruin your legacy, tarnish it a bit, don't you? If you if you made to look stupid in these sort of things, uh, you know, does Ricky need the money? I just I don't I don't understand what what's what's the prevalence of him coming back for an exhibition boxing match. I I I, I know. Good luck to him, but I just don't understand what the reason is for it. See, he's been training people for so many years now. You know, it's been a decade, hasn't it, since mm. he had the, the, the last fight. The last, he got he got stopped as well. I know exhibition, it's not as maybe not be as intense, but yeah, it, it just seems it seems daft really. But he's just got that bug. He's got that bug. He's a fighter his whole life. Of course, so I kind of yeah. look at it. I kind of look at it from that stance but then at the same time he's been doing fantastic with his own you know promoting bringing fighters through obviously his son Campbell mm-hmm. who's very early on in his career it's 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 a tough one isn't it but yeah Barrera as we know he kind of derailed Naz all them years ago Naz, yeah, did, go did. On, Naz did go on to have one fight after that but everyone remembers the destruction from Antonio Barrera obviously it won't be full tilt will it as it's no, in no but no. But I'm just trying to draw some parallels here. But yeah, it, it just seems a bit daft to me. But it, Ricky Harton's Ricky Harton, isn't he? He's a man's man, heart on his sleeve. Oh yeah. Listen, he, listen, Ricky Harton, do what he wants, and you know, uh, who am I to judge Ricky Harton? Um, I just, I just don't, I, I don't know, and I don't understand. Uh, the, is it a quick money grab, or is it just because how things are going at the moment in boxing that you, you can? You can come out retirement and get an exhibition fight. I suppose Mike Tyson and Ray, Ray, Ray Jones Jr. are the ones to start the whole sort of snowball of this, haven't they? Um, I don't know, Stuart. I don't know if it's for me. Um, I'm interested in Dan Hardy versus Diego Sanchez in a boxing match, though. Mm. Now, that that could be amazing. That could be amazing, you know, coming out of the MMA code and going into mm. the art. And they were known you know, known for their striking, weren't they? Yeah. That'd be, you know, it will sell. It will sell. No, of course it, it will sell. No, yeah. There's no question of that, but you just don't want to see someone get hurt because you've still got that. You know, they're almost. I'm not, I don't want to lessen it and say it's sparring in the ring in an exhibition, but you know, it is still very dangerous, isn't it? Well, that's my worry. It's like you know, yeah. do you, you don't want to be taking any more shots to the head at the range that Ricky Atten and and uh, Barrera are at. I, I I just don't know. Stuart. I'll watch it obviously, and and I think obviously we'll we'll talk about it a bit more when we get a bit closer and and the aftermaths happened. I think um, I haven't really got much more to say on it. If I'm honest with you, that's fine. That's fine. Are we going to switch? Are we switching codes? Are we going? Yeah, yes, we, we are. are. We sure are. As Vera and Font is this Saturday, obviously early hours again for us, isn't it, Chris? From the Apex in as Vegas. always. Yeah. Yes. But six versus seventh, Chris. Someone someone had reported Vera is um tenth. He's not Chris the, the sixth and seventh. I've looked at the I've looked at the rankings, the bantamweight rankings. Yeah, but you know, know you know with these things when you read them, like what was it the the other the other month we had um Aspinall a bit taller than uh, Fingybob yeah, in London, yeah. didn't we? So do you, yeah. do, you, do you due diligence? I mean, I'm not a writer, I don't pretend to be a writer, but yeah. get it get it right, get your information right. But they're both they're both on two and one in that last three, aren't they? Uh, Frankie, Frankie Edgar and Vera was the, was the last fight, wasn't it, for Vera? From um, yeah, for Vera, Frank yeah. kicked Ed, Edgar out, didn't he? Um, yeah. And Vera's looked really good. He had a fantastic fight against Davy Grant, the second fight they had against each other. And it was you know, a really, really good fight between them both, you know. And he just edged out um, Dave. Well, they didn't edge out. Sorry, I'm thinking of Davy Grant's fight after that. He obliterated sort of Davy Grant's sort of standard. But Rob Font's been in there with Josie Aldo recently, and he only lost the decision, Stuart. He beat mm. Cody Garbrandt before that, and the now recently retired um, Molly Morais. Um, obviously, I know, I'm sure you've heard of Molly Morais' retired. Oh, of now. course, of course, I have, uh, yeah. But then, you know, and he's beat Sergio Pettis, who's the bantamweight champion mm. in Bellator, you know. Um, so, you know, he's been in with some good fighters, this Rob Font. He's not a fighter that I, I think people should look past. Uh, but I think more than Vera has just been on a collision course, to, you know, to get up the the rankings at, at bantamweight. And, uh... 18, 18 fights in the UFC. Vera, mm. uh, a lot of fight fun, fun. I think thirteen or fourteen. I was just looking through, you know, the records and stuff. So they've had yeah. a lot of fights under the um, under the UFC umbrella, haven't they, Chris? But well, they're both a lot actually, of experience. Just, just looking at uh, both of their records now, they're both 
more or less recently in about a year between each other, both lost a decision to Jose Aldo. Just showed you how prevalent Jose Aldo <laughs> still is in you know in MMA. Um, but you know, David Grant and Frankie Edgar as his last two fights for Marlon Vera. A good, you know, and it's, it's a good little stepping stone. Frankie Edgar's been in Dunwich Street, been a champion. He's fought the who's who. It's coming to that age now, I think Frank Edgar probably is starting to sort of, his light's dimming a bit, but, you know, he's still a legend in the sport. It's I feel like this is uh, the next two, maybe you can crawl up that, that ranking and maybe get themselves in a contender fight, Stuart. Um, you know, we've still got the Dominic Cruises around, haven't we? Um, TJ Dillashaw's the obviously Al Joe's gonna have to defend his titles at some point, isn't he? So there's a lot of tangibles going on in that division now. It's opened up now. We've got Pete Yan and Sterling are sort of closed their arc off for now, not completely, but for now. Let's give, let's give somebody else a, a chance yeah. further down the line. Now, yeah, I, I think that's great. Freshens it up, you know. We've got Dominic Cruz in there as well, Chris. I know you're you know, still high, you think very highly of Dominic Cruz. You look through. Yeah. Look through that division. There's fights to be made, isn't there? There's fights we haven't had yet within that, you know, the high echelon of the of the ranking. So, yeah, that's that's what you want. You want to whet the appetite of the fans and bantamweight's got it, hasn't it? Yeah, it has in, in abundance. I still, Stuart, and I, I'll keep saying this. I would love to see Aldo versus Dominic Cruz. Why they're both on a run? I just want why, to see that. Why is that not coming to the the forefront of the minds of the bookers of Dana White? Why? Why are they not? Why are they not? Maybe it has because no, the, the fights have no fights for them have been announced, you know, so it's far not, this year. So it's not like the UFC, that is it, because the fights get made, don't they? The, mm. uh, you know, a lot of the time the fans, the, the fights that the fans want do get made. You can't can't say that away from from the UFC. But hopefully, no. hopefully, they can be that can be made. But yeah, what what's your pick? What's your picking for this one for the main event? It's a very difficult. Yes, it's a difficult one because I like Rob Font. Rob Font's been in there, and, and I thought the Husu, Marlon Vera, you know, also. But Marlon Vera's got the the current confidence because he's been steamrolling people. Um, and obviously, Font's coming off a loss against Aldo, which obviously, as I said, Vera fought the year before and lost to Aldo. I think this is going to go to decision, and I think it's going to be who takes who takes the the center of the octagon and controls that a bit more. Because Rob Font and, and Marlon Vera are very good with the striking aspects of things. Both obviously very good on the ground as well. I don't think we're going to see much of the ground ground game in this fight. I think these two are going to go toe to toe to toe. So toe to hoe then, um, toe to toe. Um, I, I feel like it could be that Font pinches this just through experience because he's been in there and more recently. But like I say, Vera's still got the confidence because he's just knocked out Frankie Edgar. I like both guys, Stuart. I, I, I'm I not, like, leaning either way, really. I, it's fine. Hey, hey, you're allowed, you're allowed to feel that, mate. Don't, that's fine. That's fine. That's good, though. That, you know, leaves it. it it's, it's very much open, isn't it, to both fighters on, on the night up. So, yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Uh, anything else on the card? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We've got on, on, Andre, taking your fancy. Andre Olosky's back, Stuart. He's mm-hmm. facing Jack Collier. Um, Andre Olosky, Stuart, been on a winning streak. This guy just doesn't go away, does he? You know, um, he's uh, had a fantastic career. He's on a free fight winning streak since he lost to Tom Aspinall, Stuart. And these the guys he's beaten are up and coming guys, you know, are trying to make their way into the heavyweight division. Um, you know, and they've been dis- decision wins. They haven't been knockouts, you know, as we all know uh, Losky's known for. Um, Jake Jake Collier has beat Chase Sherman, Chase Sherman who uh, a few fights back Andre Losky's himself beat, but he beat him by decision. I, I, and um, I think it's one of them. I, I like Andre Losky's so I'll probably go with Andre Losky. Because the nostalgic sort of thing, I want that guy just to keep to break into the top ten again. You know, I love the guy. He's been around for you know so many years, but you know, respect for the guy that's still doing it now. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, we look forward to that. The UFC Vegas fifty-three card this weekend, the big big test. 
For Vera and for Font, as Chris has said, he can't pick him. He can't do a picking for us on that one. But yeah, he's looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. And legend Andre Olovsky back, as Chris said, he's on a free fight win streak after a loss of our very own Tom Aspinall. So yeah, mm. can he make it? Can he make it four or no? That's the that's the big question, isn't it? We shall see. We shall see so. Saturday for you in the US and early hours for us Sunday. Ah. News, fresh news from yesterday, Chris. One yeah. FC strike a five-year deal with Amazon Prime, showing a minimum of 12 events a year. I was reading, Chris, as well. It's for Prime in Canada and USA. That's where it will be shown. I don't think it's going to be here in the UK. I think different. Ah, well, you know what you, you know what you can do for that? <laughs> yes, I know what you're going to say. I know v- a VPN works yes. wonders for these sorts of yes. things, you know. Absolutely. Uh, so if you want to watch it on there, you can. You can. But this is great, this great news, Stuart, because UFC, obviously BT, Bellator on BBC. You've got PFL that I think are on Channel 4 or Channel, Channel 5. I can't remember which one, but it's either one of them two. One FC is now on Amazon Prime. There is so many places now you can watch all these organizations you're not just stuck to ufc now there's no excuse you can still what you can watch your bellators you can watch your pfls your one fcs they are now in good places where you can just pick them up and watch them hopefully we can get some back catalog as well so people who aren't used aren't known for watching one fc can watch some of their older fights and get you know understand of what they're like because you know they have different rules so many places so it's good it's great and it's good news for us fight fans Personally. I should say in a plethora of the different different organisations now, it's amazing what what you can get. Hello, Rem- here's Ramel. Here's Ramel. Hello, here's Ramel. Ramel. Are you okay? Oh, one FC is quite good. There we go. There we go. They, they, they do different things to it. They, they match different things, um, and they have some really good fighters over there. You know, not just Demetrius Johnson. I know we used a picture, but I think people obviously who aren't used who aren't really known of 1FC, you think Dimitri Johnson is known worldwide, so it's an easy picture to use, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, I think it's great. It's great, Stuart. Like, you know, it's gone a long way from just having one uh, MMA organisation to watch. You know, here in the UK, we have, you know, a whole peripheral places to go now to watch anything you want to watch when it comes to MMA, which is great news for fans. Absolutely. Great news. Fantastic news. And Amazon Prime going into the sports market more and more. You've got to yeah, which is great. You've got to wonder what other sports are going to take on because it's different, different level. Don Maguire, morning, mate. Hello, Don. Maya, Don. How are you doing, hope, mate? Hope you're well. He's there in Missouri, isn't he? Missouri, he is. I'm right. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning to you, Don. Good to have you on board on Facebook. Yep. Watching us on Facebook there, mate. Hope you're well, Don. Watch out for Pinoy fighters. All out action. MFers. Motherfucker. Well, no, he, that, he's right, yeah. Um, like I say, these, these are good places to be now that we've got so many places to watch. Um, okay, Don's back. He's having a coffee. Get your coffee down, you Don. Yeah, I yeah. need several. I'll, I'll, I need, have a lager. He's having a lager. I have to have several in the morning, Don. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on the coffee, the morning coffee. Yeah. Uh, cool, also, also, Stuart, I don't know if you watched Don's recent interview. It was uh, back on uh, Wednesday night. Uh, well, it be Wednesday night for us. Um, I posted it on our page so people who want to. I did thought, see you post it. Yeah. The, the, the fighter's voice with Don Maguire. I put, posted it there. Really good watch. You should watch it. Don's content's fantastic. It's many, brilliant. many years in the MMA, MMA business as well. 37 years and still going strong. So, yeah, big respect to Don as always. Cheers, Chris. There you go. Ramel no approves. Ramel approves. Well, we're talking about now, Stuart, we've talked about 1FC's big news. I feel like today we've got one that we we sort of thought was coming, but we didn't know it was going to be this quickly, and we didn't know we are going back to London. Yes, yeah, so here we go. The UFC back to London, back to the O2. After a stellar event last month, it was amazing. Uh, Chris, you were kind of blindsided, though, weren't you? Because you felt there was talk of Liverpool being next. Yeah. I did, but yeah. it's still brilliant. It, they obviously, you know, they've obviously had such a great, great event last month in London that they felt the need they've got to go back again. So well, that's yeah, fine. Well, and the Liverpool show will happen, or Manchester, wherever they decide to come in the north of England, north of UK. But yeah, how, how do you feel about it going back to the O2 primarily, and fights that you feel will be made for this? Because I know there's been some witterings about who's on this card. 
it was going to be a quick turnaround for a lot of fighters who want to, you know, who were on the UK card a few months ago in March, aren't they? Really, March, July. It's, it's not a long, long one, is it? Really. Mm. Um, I, I, I'm excited because it, it, it. We get to watch it early, which is one of my, you know, <laughs> it's, the, it's the little things, isn't it, these days? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's seeing the fighters again and the momentum. I know that Molly McCann mm. has got a fight sorted for that card. I know. Makayev has got his fight sorted for the card. Um, hugely I'd like to... touted, hugely touted Makayev as well, isn't it, Chris? I, I feel like Paddy's going to get either co-main or main event for this card. It's going to be one or the other. I can't see them not putting him any, anywhere near those two. Do you think? Do you think Aspinall? They bring Aspinall out for that one, or would they? Is he going to be more than likely going to be going to the states? Is he going to be stateside next because he's flying up the rankings there? Well, why not? Because now we know that John Jones and Stipe Miotic is going to happen. But I know that recent news now is Stipe wants to be ready in September for that fight. Does leave Aspinall and tie to Avarsa, doesn't it? Why not put that in the main event in uh, in July in London? And yeah. then have Paddy's co-main event. Um, then, you know, Jack Shaw, Mason Jones... Let's get them all back. Dan, Danny Roberts, hot chocolate. You know, he's fighting next weekend. But let's get him on the card. Let's get all the Brits on the card, as many as we can. Um, Nathaniel Wood, who missed out because, obviously, his, his, yeah. he missed yeah. out because I put the comment where he was fighting pulled out on the, when he you arrived have, in the UK. You could have the, the longest card in history for that show. They could go hours and hours and hours. It could be a pre-prelims, Chris. <laughs> it, it, could, it really could. Should should you're right. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine that. that. They just said, right. Or like do it over two nights. I know they've got it got it penciled in for one night. Mutual night. mates. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. Love you, Don. We appreciate you, Don. Really, really do. But yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? And the people that aren't gonna get a chance, but maybe they will look into people that didn't get a chance on the last one. Yeah, I get, I think them, get them showcased, you know. It's crazy how much talent's coming from this country now, isn't it? Yeah, well, we've seen obviously recently Jack Shaw's gone to rank 15th now, hasn't he, in, in the division. So He's going to get a, a tougher opponent. I think he's got to be on the main card this time. Not Gunnar Nelson. No disrespect to Gunnar Nelson. No, 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 no. Yeah. It, it, you know, Paul Craig. It's, it's in, these sort of guys are now in, are breaking into good parts of their, their divisions where I feel like they could be matched up with much better fighters. And, and more people are going to be excited for the people that they're fighting if, they're, if they get them back on this card. It's great to do it. Like I said, it's not just the fight card itself. As much as I excite, we're both excited for it. It's the time I can, I can, you know, actually be awake and enjoy it like last time, you know. And I wish we were there. I wish we could go. I wish we could experience it's, it. it. It's going to sell out even faster this time, isn't it? I mean, there was so much anticipation, but off the back of how well that event went in, in March, uh, just it's different. It's just going to be again trying to get tickets is going to be a nightmare. But the tickets are going to get into the wrong hands. That's yeah. the problem. That's the yeah. problem that it, it, you, your true fight fans are missing out on that show. Um, I, I say about it for everything: these tickets for shows, whatever it is, entertainment, whatever you're going to see, they need to bring in that it's got your um, photograph on the ticket, uh, which I know they have. Yeah. They have done. They've done for festivals, music festivals over here. Uh, they've got to implement that. Um, and also, I know people are going to be filming stuff when they're there, but I saw a lot of younger fans or supposed fans on their phones all night it's like like you yeah. said soak soak in soak in the, the fights what you're getting to see isn't it we're all gonna take a video we're all gonna take a yeah, video yeah, yeah, get, get, yeah 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 i get that yeah 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 it's the same people man with, with phones in their hands it just just generation right it's, it's yeah. this generation you have, to, like, you have how, to you know how much of a fan are they how much of a yeah. fan are they you got it but that's a question that's a story for another day should i say Listen, I, I'm I'm really excited and glad we've got a really quick turnaround for USC London, and it's good. It's, it, this literally broke just I think just before one o'clock this afternoon. So I thought, you know, straight away we can bang that in today because it's a breaking news. And USC London back in March was such a success, and it really showcased the UK talent um, and Irish talent that we have in this country. Um, I'm excited to see it all over again, Stuart. I'm, I'm excited to see it happen the same way, but no losses this time. A clean sweep for Britain. Would it be Paddy versus Tapura? Do they make that? Do they make that one for that card? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how much they want to wrap up Paddy Pimpton in cotton wool at the moment, and maybe you'd want more money to fight Tapura because he has says that he doesn't want to 
fight better people on the on the current wage he's on. Well, the wage, yeah, current wage he's on. So we don't know. Maybe I listen. Paddy's clever in a way that he knows that you know if he wants to make bang for his buck, he's got to have a better contract, and he's doing it the right way. And we'll, we'll see. We'll see, Stuart. I'm sure the announcements for this card will be coming thick and fast now. Absolutely, absolutely. I've noticed uh, also Michael Bisping is back doing his show, his one-man show in October in the UK as well, but he's doing other venues, different venues to what he did yeah, on did the see, yeah. tour. So, yeah, he's back in October. That that could be well worth going to see, as I've noticed. Uh, great, just the way he can convey his career and just his personality, isn't it? The, the, man, the man, the legend, Michael Bisping. Yeah, listen, you need to read his book. I know his, his, his uh, documentary on Amazon Prime is fantastic, but his, his book, Stuart, it, it, it goes into a lot more, obviously, because there's more time to write a book than there is to put the, the whole thing on a, on a TV show. Like, But read his book as well. It's fantastic. Uh, the stories and everything else, that there's so much more that goes on in his life, you know, prior UFC, um, Cage Warriors and everything else, Cage Rage when he was in that. Um, he's a, he is a legend, yeah. Um, I'm not... Ever taken that away? I'd love to go to that as well. Uh, Tales of the Octagon, it's called, um, but it's not in Manchester, is it? This time, uh, Leeds, I think, is like probably our closest or Sheffield, if memory serves. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, and he's abroad with it as well. I, I, I'm trying to think where he's what country, New Zealand, to. isn't it? New Zealand, and he's Australia. Doing, he's doing, he's doing, um, he's doing a couple of European dates as well. If, if memory serves on that one. But yeah, fantastic. And uh, yeah, we look forward to, to that UK card. That'll come around before we know it as oh, well. Oh, most definitely. Uh, at the moment, you're like, oh, that's... that's like, I, 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 I think you, uh, you need to come back for that one. <laughs> I might have to off the, off the back of what we saw in March. It's yes, un- most definitely. Unreal, unreal. I've everything that card. And uh, yeah, I'm not knocking people. Four people say, oh, he's giving up. He, saying he, they're not a fan, they're not a fan. I just... It's just that being on the phone, just filming everything all night. I'm not a fan of that, but it's like you said, it's a generational thing. It's uh, people think, yeah, a bit younger so. than us, isn't it? Yeah, I, listen, I, I went back in over oh, the L2000, I think 2004, 2006, when I went to CUFC. And uh, obviously, I, I met a peripheral of people, didn't I? I um, spoke to them. I didn't speak to them like that, you know what I mean? I, I, I spoke to them, uh, you know, I met Andre Winner in the flipping men's, in the men's box. You know what I mean? That's how you meet people. That's how I was brought up. That's how you were brought up. We, we, we speak to you. You don't have to watch things through the, the lens of your phone. Use your eyeballs. That's it. That's it. But yeah, the iconic O2 for that show is all going to be fantastic. But yeah, anything more to add? I know the week after we've got a big event, haven't we? Which you yes. want to preview in next week's show. But yeah, just shine a bit of light on that next uh, huge UFC card as well before we go, I think. Yeah, we've got UFC 274, Stuart, which is headlined by Charles Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje for the lightweight title. We have Rose Nami Yunus versus Carla Esparza 2. They both fought in the Ultimate Fighter to crown the straw right back many years ago, Stuart. Full circle. Full circle that now. Yeah. We have Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson, Stuart. Um, I don't <laughs> know where to even think how we're going to break that down because I don't know how that's going to go. <laughs> I, I, I've, got, I've got an instinct with that one. Um, Fist of Fury, Fist of yeah, Fury for three rounds. Quite possibly. We've got the returning Mauricio Shogun Rua. He's facing Oven Straight Proof. Donald Cerrone versus the returning Joe Lozon, which we haven't seen in years, Stuart. Um, we do have a Brit on the card as well. As I said to you, it's Francis Trinaldo. He's taking on Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts as well. He's, he's fighting in the early prelims. So the card itself is it's really, really good. Donald Cerrone versus Joe Lozon one is like, that came out the blue. I know they're both, you know, sort of winding down their careers now, but, you know, it's a fan service fight, that one. You know what Cowboys like as well? They just keep going and going. <laughs> just when yeah. you think, that'll be, that's, him, that's him riding off to the sunset, cowboy hat on, and he's going to go back to, you know, obviously he's got like all his stuff set up there, hasn't he, what he does. The off-roading, yeah. he's got the gym, hasn't he, and all that yeah. going on. Yeah, but yeah, what a man. One of my favourites, still one of my favourites. You know, some people say, no, he's gone on too long, but, you know... You try tell him, you try tell him to fight. stop. He's a fighter's fighter, but yeah, it'd be good to see Joe Lowe's on. Absolutely. Actually, before we go, I, I, I'm quite intrigued. The last time Joe Lowe's on, fortunately, I need to have a look at that. Yeah, uh, Pirate. 
2019. Okay, it's not yeah. that long, not that long ago. Uh, but you know, it's it's three years, isn't it? We're looking at. Um, he's had a three-year layoff. Um, I'm not sure why. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's great to see. It's, like I say, it's a fan surface fight. These guys have been in the UFC for a long time. Well, obviously, Donald Cerrone was in WEC beforehand, but staples of MMA. Absolutely, Shogun Brewer and Open oh. Saint Pru as well. That'll be a good. That'll be a good fight. It's got good. There's some good stuff. There's some good. Um, good stuff on that man. Bloody it's a mix. It's a mixture of uh, yeah, old yeah. and new, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You got your vets and you got you know your prevalent guys now. But yeah, you know, as you said, Indian summer maybe for some of these guys as well. Possibly, they come back maybe. in. They come back into the fold. Maybe have a few losses and they can. Well. Glover's to share did it yeah. Stuart, so why he's not? Embodiment. He's the embodiment of it. It goes to it goes to show it can be done, doesn't it, Chris? Just yeah, when you think they're finished. Just when you think they're finished. But yeah, UFC 274. We'll have a big preview for that next week because that's going into next weekend. So yeah, I just wanted you to give that the rub. The pre-preview, yeah, the pre-preview from Mr. Hume there before we Thank go you. into it. But yeah, anything more to add before we go? Uh well, yeah. Um Obviously, it won't be live today, but I'm, I've got an interview with um, Joe Daddy Stevenson, and thanks, uh, Don McGuire, for sorting that out. Um, can't thank you enough. Uh, I've got that coming up uh, around about 8 o'clock from our time, but I'm going to pre-record that one, and then I'll send that out at some point next week. I might, pref- might do it on the Monday, Tuesday, just to give this episode a bit of uh, breathing room yeah. so we're not just doubling up on everything. Be fantastic. I look forward to watching. I'll probably listen to actually, Chris. I'll send but you yeah, the videos. Yeah, way. yeah, absolutely. We look forward to that fantastic career that Joe Daddy Stevenson has had. Remembering very well coming through in the Ultimate Fighter his UFC career. But it's good to hear some of the stuff what he's been doing more currently. And I know you'll, uh, I know you give it the good gloss, and you'll be getting all the all the juicy bits. Hopefully, Chris. Well, yeah, Joe, Joe Daddy. Well, Oh, definitely. I've got to ask him about Kingdom as well, obviously, because I love that TV show. So it'd be nice still to... still not watch that. You've told me so many times. I think it will... I think, get... I think it's on Peacock now, Stuart, in America. Oh, and Netflix got rid of it. I'm you can get it. You can get it on I'm the IPTV. I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go searching. I'll go searching. You'll find yeah. it. You'll find it. Yeah, that's cool, man. So, yeah, this has been episode 57 of Powered4.tv Big Fight Weekly. And we will see you next week as we've got the UFC 274 preview. We will have all the fallout from Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano, obviously both fighting at lightweight, but all mm. the gold, the ladies there, MSG, the iconic, the mecca, that is MSG. I've been to MSG. Uh, just the, the whole aura of that place, amazing. So, yeah, we look forward to that. And, yeah, we'll see you next week for episode 58 of the show. See you next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Podcast Network.